Hey, just a quick little warning. This is one of the four episodes we recorded on our mobile phones. It sounds like shit. Don't worry, though. Episodes five and onwards are recorded with proper mics. If you can get through that, go for it. Otherwise, start from episode five. This is Zach and Garth, the podcast. Welcome to episode two. But, Angus, it's a miracle we've even made it to episode two. Episode two Now with 100% less clicking and weird noises, and uh, hopefully better audio quality all round. Yeah, let's hope that the audio quality is a bit better. Um, Let's get straight into it. Cut the audio right here. Angus, you said you'd be back with an update for us regarding your buzzing phone. Uh, Yeah, so last episode I came up with the genius game because I saw that when I tapped the keyboard on my phone when it was uh, laying down on my desk, it would rotate slightly clockwise, and I asked Zach to guess how many taps it would take to get a full 360-degree rotation. I said 360. And guys, I, I certainly have results, and the results are... You would have to tap... I cannot wait for these results. ...an infinite amount of times because I couldn't get it to work at all. Oh, Angus, you promised us that you would come back with a result. You promised us chorizo. Ah, yeah, I promised you chorizo if you won, but you didn't win. You you guessed wrong. And you didn't do the thing that you promised you would do. No, I did. I... I... But... After a few taps, I realised it would uh, not. It wasn't going to happen. Some things you just got to give up on. Well, well, quit while you're ahead, as they say. Well, did you give it three hundred and sixty taps? Nah, I'm going to be honest. I might have tapped it ten times, but I didn't see it move. Like the first time, the movement was significant enough that I was like, "Okay, this is a thing. I might have to sit here for like an hour, but I will get there." But this. When I tried, I was like, okay, I'm not going to get there. Yeah, in fairness, I did say one degree per tap, so you would have noticed an eventual movement. <laughs> yeah, it would have been very obvious. But this is a terribly uninteresting way to start the show off. Zach, do you have anything interesting to bring? Because you're going to have to bring a lot today. Cause I Yeah, someone's done a lot of planning. The tables have turned, unlike last episode... Completely. They've completely turned. But, Zach, you at least had one thing to bring last show, even though it was a thing in my list. My one thing this show is my failed phone rotation game, so, yeah. I think we should follow up on episode one, Angus, because a few things happened that we need to follow up on. Yeah? What are those things? We'll go through them quickly. Firstly, Byron memes. We didn't mention the teacher's name. Do we want to do that? Oh, yeah, Mr. Cassidy. Good on him, Mr. Casty. Um, I guess you also could have gone to at Byron Memes and found... Have we have we heard back from the phone number? Uh, no, we have not heard back from the phone number. That was number two. That's really disappointing because that phone number is literally... It's the only way in. can try it again, but it, signs aren't looking good for getting back into Byron Memes. I'll tell you that. All right. Um, something else from episode one that was quite important was the beep. People wanted to know where the beep came from. Oh, I, I, I honestly was wondering that when I listened back. Um, I can't answer that question. Should, should I know where the bleep came from? Yes, I thought you were going to be... By the way, 
By the way, guys, the bleep we're talking about is this one. Bleep! Thanks, thanks very much for swearing. <laughs> yeah, the bleeping question actually comes from radio show number three, where we said we would talk about the podcast for the people who were listening live, and then I would have to bleep it out uh, for people that weren't going to listen live, which I did, and you then went, well, I'll give you the sound effect for it. Bleep. And you said bleep. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Also, something we didn't mention, we completely forgot about the timeliness. That came out on Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday. Yeah, I had someone actually message me yesterday morning saying Happy Easter, and I was like, I didn't know it was Easter, but thank you very much. Because there's no way to know. Oh, well, Happy Easter to you, Angus. Happy Easter to you too. But, like, I had no way of telling, because, like, I mean, Easter's usually one of the more minor holidays anyway but especially at the moment oh mate you're going to offend a lot of people with that well it's it's no, look all i'm saying is it's no christmas yeah i guess but it's still a bit of an important holiday yeah but i mean i've just had no way to tell that it's easter because i've been going to shops and seeing easter eggs and all of that because i've been home so yeah yeah fair um something else that's popped up from episode one, and this will be the last one from episode one. We have an international listener. Oh yeah, the from France. From France. Now the French listener popped up on the first night when we released the trial thirty second episode. So do you know who? Have you worked out who this is? No, that's what I was going to do. I was going to do a call out. Definitely. They listened to the thirty second one, and then they actually listened to the full. It could. It could just be someone using a VPN. That was my thought, but. French, yeah. If you use a VPN and you think it's based in France, if you use a location spoofer and you think it's based in France, can you please let us know? But if you live in France, are you French listener? If you are the French listener, please, can you contact us at Zach and Gus? Yeah, we would love to know who you are. It's in the description of this episode at the very bottom. I'll include a little note that says, if you are French man, at Zach and Gus, please contact us. It better be worded exactly like that. If you are French man. What if they're a woman, Zach? You're being, you're being pretty sexist. What if we have oh, a female? French, French man or French woman. If you're from France, contact us. Yeah. I, th- I think that's a worthy sacrifice for first guest. Oh, yeah, definitely. If French person can come on. And if French person eats noodles raw, that would just <laughs> be like, oh. If, if French person eats noodles raw, oh, my God, you are the perfect person. Yeah, you will be on the show next week, guaranteed. Even if you don't eat noodles raw, but especially if you eat noodles raw. We would still love to talk to French person. Oh, that's another update. Hugh. Oh, yeah, Hugh and his noodles. Um, who we tried to contact. Uh, so he's given us an update as to whether or not raw noodles. He said once, didn't he? Yeah, he said he ate it once, which I don't think is good enough to get him on the show f- for that reason. Yeah, probably not. He, we, we need the psychology behind a regular raw noodle eater, not someone who just dipped their foot in. Um, that opens it up to anyone who has listened. If you eat your noodles raw, do you not boil your two-minute noodles and then do you eat them? Get in contact with the show, please. Or if you eat any other food raw. I mean, I feel like we can start a whole a whole thing here where we just explore raw food eating. Yeah, what food do you eat that is the wrong way to eat it? We would love to get in contact with you. No, yeah, it doesn't have to be raw. Just what food do you eat 
not how it's supposed to be. Because for me, obviously, if you didn't hear last episode, I used to eat chorizo raw, which is that Spanish sausage. And that sounds like the that's the better way we should have transitioned into that, not gone straight to noodles, but just any food in general. Yeah, if you eat a food in a weird way, yeah, let us know and we'll talk about it. At what point do we call that not inappropriate? Because I know people who eat their dim sims steamed with tomato sauce. Is that worthy of contacting us? Nah. Nah, because that's just a sauce that you're putting on something that... But it's disgusting. Yeah, but I don't think it's... It's disgusting, but I don't think it's, like, wrong, necessarily. Like, there's no right way to eat dim sims, is there? Oh, well, I hate you for that opinion. I cannot believe you're defending people who put tomato sauce on steamed dim sims. Um, I'm not not defending them, I'm just saying it's not necessarily wrong. But how is it steamed dim sims? That's a watery-based item. Yeah, so? Tomato sauce doesn't belong on that? Yeah, I guess. I guess it's wrong. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm glad it's wrong. But I would probably do it, not gonna lie. Oh, that's disgusting. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't think there has to be necessarily a definition on what wrong means. I reckon just, if you think you eat food in a way... If you regularly have people shun you for the way you eat something, then (laughs) let us know. If someone's attacking you on the basis for how you eat, let us know. Yeah, pretty much if you're getting bullied, let us know, and we'll talk about it. Something that happened, um... Since we've recorded the last one, I've had people contact me, Angus, regarding the email. Now, I was wondering if you could divulge into why it's not zachandgus at gmail.com and why it's zachandgusshow at gmail.com. Well, the reason that our email is zachandgusshow at gmail.com is because Zach and Gus is taken. And unfortunately taken it is. Now, we've tried to get in contact with the people that own zachandgus at gmail.com. But, but have we tried or have we not tried? Uh, I don't actually remember, because I remember when we set up the email on the bus, I uh, was jokingly like writing out a threatening email to them. Yeah, I remember that email, and it was quite threatening. But I didn't send that. It was quite threatening, but I didn't send the threatening email, and I don't think I actually ended up sending one at all, so I don't think we've made contact but essentially, someone else owns Zach and Gus. Or, you would assume two people. Unless it's someone with a really weird name. What if it's just one person and their name is Zakand Gus? Imagine, like, you're the parents and you're like, Now, I really like the name Zach, but I love the name Gus. What am I going to do? <laughs> also, on a, a little little side note, did you know that Google knows what dogs sound like? What dogs sound like? Yeah, Google knows what dogs sound like. You know how I know this information, Zach? How do you know this information? So I'm recording this right now on, like, the the Google recording app. And just before, there was a dog barking outside. And it came up with these little things above the recording that said, Dog, dog, dog. Yeah. Do you reckon the... I don't want to say it because I've got one of their devices in my room that will activate if I say their name. But do you reckon it can make a sound of a dog? Wait, what do you mean? Do you reckon the smart device of that brand can make the sound of a dog? So, like, you would be like, hey, Google, bark like a dog. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, give it a try. Hey, Google, bark like a dog. This is a pug. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Was it worth wasting my time for? (laughs) 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 Oh, thanks, Google, for being such a good dog. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Um... 
But yeah, back to the uh, what we were talking about. Yeah, no, I haven't made a contact, but I think we definitely should because it would be nice. Do we want to make contact with them? I don't know. It would be it would be nice. It could be like cool. Maybe we can get them on the show, Zach and Gus, with guests, Zach and Gus. That brings me to something I was going to save for next week, but I think it's worth bringing in now that we've talked about it. We have an enemy. Oh, no. Wait, am I supposed to know who this is? Gus and Zach Handymen. Gus and Zach Handymen. Now, if you Google Zach and Gus, go Google Zach and Gus. All right, guys, sorry, but there's going to be some clicks. I promise no clicks, but there's going to be some clicks. Essential clicks. What's the third thing that pops up? Um... Zach and Gus. Yeah, the third result is Gus and Zach's handyman service. But it gets better. Click on Gus and Zach's handyman service. Alright. <laughs> which part am I supposed to be looking at? Wait, about www.bleep. <laughs> they have bleep covers their website. Yeah, for some reasons I won't, we won't read everything to maintain our E, but their services is plowing. <laughs> Oh yeah, guys, you you gotta go check out Gus and Zach's handyman service. If you have Facebook, you've gotta Google Gus and Zach's handyman service. Oh my god, we have competition. I want to get them on. I want these guys as guests. Their most recent post, limited time offer. If you order the plow your wife special, we'll come to the pub with you after and reminisce over a beer. Um, on the seventeenth of July, thanks to our. Su- Thanks to our such small following, Gus will only have to insert four grapes in his bumhole. Yeah, we gotta message them. Have you tried pressing the book now button? Plow. Select service. Plowing 15 minutes and over. Painting two hours. Mowing one hour. Is this like, are they a genuine handyman service? No, I reckon we need to send these guys a message. We do. Um, We'll uh, we'll let you know. No, I reckon we type the message now. Alright, well you, you, you do it. What, what should we say? Hey boys, we run a podcast, podcast called Zach and Gus, and we would love to have you guys as guests. And I've sent a message to them. Dude, they're online at the moment. We could get a message back immediately. They're online? Wait, oh, so we could get, a, we could get an instant reply. Uh, are they, they're Australian, are, are they, right? I, it sounds like very much Australian humour. Yeah, well... Yeah, hopefully we can get them on. Oh, we have our enemy and we've contacted our enemy. Yep. Why are they Why are they our enemy though? Well, because Gus and Zach, Zach and Gus, they appear in our Google search. Yeah, but they're, they're not... Oh, yeah, they can, they appear in our Google search, but people aren't looking up Zach and Gus to try to find a podcast and they're being like, oh, but I would really prefer to get my lawn mowed. I feel like these guys are enemies and they're definitely our enemy. <laughs> All right. All right. They don't appear above us, though. We've got the first two results, so we're still we're still winning the fight. We are winning the fight, and we come in first and second, so, like, they're only there to round out the top three. Yeah, that's that's it. We couldn't have all... We, we couldn't have all three top spaces. We'd be too powerful. We need, to, we need to share it around. That's why we... They've seen it. <laughs> I need to close the chat so I don't automatically see them while we're recording. Okay, Angus. Guy Sebastian, do you remember Guy? Do I remember Guy? I know of his existence, yeah. He did that song, um... Don't remember any of his, so- of his songs, actually. You don't need to know his songs for this, don't worry. Okay, I know his, I know his face, that's about it. That's, that's a starting point. Uh, Guy Sebastian's been in the news, actually. He's been quite popular, really recently. Yeah, what's he been doing? So, Angus, on Guy Sebastian's Instagram, 
people have uncovered something from the start of November. Did Guy Sebastian start coronavirus? That really paints a picture about the pandemic that we're in. <laughs> Wait, actually, was, did Guy Sebastian eat bat soup? I think that's what people are alluding to. <laughs> On the 2nd of November 2019, loved hanging out today in Wuhan, China. Oh. <laughs> ate some seriously interesting things. More to come about that. And met some beautiful people. <laughs> China is stunning in so many ways. Uh, we're caught him. Was Guy Sebastian patient zero? He definitely was. We're caught. We've caught him red-handed. Did he say, did he give any more detail on those interesting things that he ate? No, there are no other... There's another video that posts where he looks like he's eating some sort of creature, but it doesn't look like a bat. Well, I'm sure bats aren't the only thing that you could eat in Wuhan. I'm sure bats aren't the only thing in Wuhan that you could eat which would carry uh, diseases. I'm sure there's plenty of options. But what's interesting enough to call it interesting in a post. Like, if I was to be talking about some interesting... If I was to be eating something interesting, but I didn't want to tell people about it, what would it be? Eating something interesting, like, interesting doesn't mean good in relation to food. It means weird and bleeped up. Could be a horrible experience. Yeah, because if you had just, like, gone somewhere new and you tried some food and it had been great, you'd be like, oh... I'm in this place and I ate this delicious new thing today. Not this interesting new thing. And what was interesting about it? It's a very different sort of describing word. Like if I enjoyed something, I'm not going to go around going, oh, we did an interesting thing today. That kind of alludes to, I didn't like it, but I tried it. Yeah, because you'd have something good to say about it. You're not saying anything bad about it. You're just, uh, you're not saying anything good about it either. No, you're not. You're not complimenting it. No. Um... So yeah, Guy Sebastian started coronavirus, confirmed. I'm surprised the post is still up. Like, I mean, as a joke, yeah, but he... Wait, how long ago was this? He posted on November 2, but it's kind of resurfaced this weekend. Wait, did you say it was in the news? What are people saying about it, though? Give me some examples. Well, people are, like, making jokes and seriously going, Oh no, Guy, and starting theories that Guy was patient zero. Yeah, but are they just memeing or are people like actually (laughs) being serious about it? I feel like people are memeing, but like... (laughs) Angus, I've just received a response. Oh, from from Gus and Zach. What did they say? Hey, brother, we're, we're not an actual handyman service at all, but could be keen to come on the podcast for no reason. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm definitely keen. I don't even want to know. I don't want to know anything about them. I want to save all my questions for the podcast because I have so much to ask them. Like, where did the page come from? All of this stuff. Like, we got to get them on. We just need to figure out how we're going to get this to work. Uh, did you ask them where they're from? No, I haven't asked them where they're from. All right, well, you should do that. Um... We'll look into call recording options, but definitely next week on the podcast, we will have contact with our enemy. Wait, are you saying we'll have them on or we'll have contact with them? I'm making a promise. Episode three, we contact the enemy. Oh, so their voices will be on the show. I don't see any reason why we won't be hearing their voices next weekend. Unless they suffer a fatal, well not fatal, but terrible accident that makes them lose their voice boxes. In which case, they will 
or a terrible accident happens to us and we're not able to submit the episode. In which case, I hope someone comes and takes our place. If, yeah, if we die, if we die, Gus and Zach will take over the Zach and Gus podcast and they will be your hosts next week. And weekly content from your favourite two handymen. <laughs> Who aren't really handymen. But Bleep. they've got an interesting page. Indeed. Yeah, so we've got a bit of an issue now, Zach. Um, I think you'll agree that uh, someone didn't bring enough content to the table this week. I reckon that someone is definitely not me because Bleep. I've brought everything today. And it's only natural that we... Yeah, yeah it, should, it should be like that. Our content should be a seesaw of who's putting in any amount of effort. Last week, it was me. This week it's you. It's just got to gotta roll like that. I feel like as a total product for our listeners, we should even it out on a week-by-week basis, not one week Zach, one week Gus. Yeah, look, that might be an idea. I will try to bring... I Okay, I promised the listeners, next week I'm going to bring one game. Next week I'm going to bring one game to the show and I'm going to bring at least three good things to talk about. A game to the show? Yeah, I'm bringing a game. Last week's game you didn't follow up on, need I remind you? Yeah, no, this will be this will be a game that happens live on the show. As the audience is listening, they will be hearing the game take place. Not a, oh, this is happening, uh, and I'll bring you an update next week. I'm going to bring a live game. Like, well, I'm really keen. Like what we did on radio, I'm going to bring... A radio-style game to the show. From memory, your last radio-style game, you gave up on because it was too much effort. In fact, I've got the audio right here. Honestly, guys, I reckon this might be the last time this segment ever features on the show because it's just getting so much harder to find new ones. All right, I'm, I'm calling it. Next week, adult entertainment category or not is coming back next week. No, no, my parents listen to this. <laughs> Didn't your parents we're not, ever... We're not playing that. Why? Because this is not explicit rated. There is no way adult entertainment category is coming back in a podcast form. Zach, I I don't see why. If anything, we should be able to do more now that this is a podcast. No, I didn't hear what you said, but I completely disagree. Before, like, radio has rules. Podcasts don't have rules. We can... We, I think there's no reason why we shouldn't have a game like that. Um, okay, fine. Mm. Hmm. It was one of the most loved parts of our show. You can't deny it. If, okay, how about this? You have a whole week to think of another game. If you can't think of another game, then you can revert back to adult entertainment category or not. But I don't want to be bringing that to a show that my family listens to. Alright. I just, uh, did, did your family never listen to the radio show? It was 2am. Yeah, but I my parents got me to send them copies of it. Well, maybe your family care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, both my parents have listened to our show. Wow. <laughs> I mean, my parents listen to the podcast, but not the radio show. Yeah, well, uh, wow, we're, we're really uncovering some things here. All right, well, I, I would understand that you don't want your parents to listen to adult entertainment category or not. Plus, it was getting to the point where it was hard to find new categories, so I will bring a brand new game to the show next week. I've never been more excited for new content. Yep, and if it doesn't happen, um, there needs to be some sort of punishment. Punishment? Zach, what 
what will my punishment be if I fail to do what I'm currently promising? Well, I don't know. We already have to go through fair enough punishment with barely a stable internet connection to record this. Yeah, having extra punishments on top of that uh, would probably just make this show impossible to make. Yeah. Zach. Angus. Did you know that a massive 42-ton fatberg has been found, discovered, in a Melbourne drain? That's disgusting. What's 42 ton in kilograms? 42 tons in kilograms is 42,000 kilograms. Bleep. That is a bleep load of kilograms. And it's a fatberg in the sewers, so it's really bleep. Yeah, and for people who don't know what a fatberg is, it's pretty much a mass of wet wipes, rags, paper towels, and all that stuff, which mixes with fats, oils, and grease to form this massive iceberg of bleep, essentially. That is so disgusting. That is so disgusting. Imagine being the worker that has to fish that one out and go, Oh, just wait till I tell you how many workers there were, Zach. Oh, no. It (laughs) wasn't one worker. Anyway, I'll just go over the reason. The reason this happened was, obviously, like, panic buying led to shortage of toilet paper. Right. Which means, like, a lot more people were flushing their wet wipes. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Now... Yeah, there's been a 30% increase in foreign materials flushed down Melbourne toilets. <laughs> foreign materials. <laughs> Non-toilet paper objects. So the managing director of Yarra Valley Water, his name is Pat McCafferty, he said, this fatberg, bigger than a petrol tanker. A petrol tanker. But they're like massive. That's what he said. I don't know. I mean, I guess 42,000 kilograms is a lot. Yeah, it is. How long do you think it took eight people to remove it? Eight people? Oh, I got two hours? Higher, Zach. Four hours? Higher, Zach. Eight. Zach, it took nine hours. Nine hours. Nine bleeping hours for them to remove. That's the majority of the day. Yeah, which means that nine people literally had to spend their the majority of their day shoveling, like, rock-hard bleep out of um, our sewers, which is lovely. That is disgusting. Imagine rocking up to work and going, what's on today, boss? And boss is like, oh, yeah, just fishing out 42 thousand kilograms of bleep. Yeah, and the thing is, they have to do it because otherwise there's sewer blockages and spills and all that kind of stuff. Oh, the poor people. This is um, the funniest part of the story, I'd say. A portion of the fatberg has been donated to the Melbourne Museum to show people what happens when you flush your wet wipes. So there's literally an exhibit in the Melbourne Museum that is just a glass case of bleep. <laughs> How do you organise that? Oh, hey, would you like this bleep berg? And they would probably just like, yep. I feel like they would take pretty much anything as long as it's somewhat interesting imagine but surely it'd be rock hard what would they do they'd have to like make it rock hard or like fossilize i mean i guess bleep does turn into fossil no i think it i think it was already rock hard and they just chopped a bit off the Mm. the petrol tanker and um, (laughs) put it in a glass case that's hmm I reckon Zach and Gus need to go on a field trip to the Bitburg. Yeah, well, at the moment, no one's even going to be able to look at it because you can't go to 
Melbourne Museum. But yeah, when this is all over, we will definitely go take a look at Bleep. the the Fatberg. We will do a live podcast partially from the Fatberg. Sounds great. I I actually think this is something we can plan towards. <laughs> going to see the Fatberg. What are we going to do when we get there? Are we just going to like make comments on its appearance, or we can marvel at the Fatberg? We can interview people about their Fatberg experience, what they were expecting. Yeah, we can get our reaction of the Fatberg. Honestly, there's endless amounts of things to do. Yeah, that is that's that's a good idea. We should definitely work towards that. Uh, the first live podcast will be from the Fatberg. I am so keen for this. All right, that sounds great. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Now, Zach, Angus, you asked me what my uh, quote-unquote meeting was yesterday. Yeah, Angus had a meeting slash appointment yesterday and refused to give me any answers about it. And I told him that I'd, I'd say it, to explain it on the podcast. Look, Zach, I may not have been in a meeting. What? What were you in? Ah, let's just say um. I got lost, Zach. Lost where? I got lost in a massive nature reserve near my house. What do you mean, a massive? How big was it? It was like like a few kilometres by a few kilometres. What were you doing in a massive nature reserve near your part, near your house? All right. Firstly, I would like to ex- I would like to explicitly state for the record that I was using this park to complete essential exercise as per lockdown laws. <laughs> I'm glad that you are following the laws and restrictions placed down by Daniel Andrews. But Zach, this was a huge park, and I went from one end of it to the other, which is like a good few kilometers. And there's dense bushes, and there was this huge crevice canyon thing in the middle where you like went down... That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it was really cool. You go down, like, a massive steep hill, then there's, like, a little stream that I had to cross over, go back up another really steep hill. When I got to the other side, pretty much, it got dark, and very soon after it started getting dark, it got, like, pitch black. Oh, Angus. Yeah, that's the thing about the time we are, right? Like, where we are in the year. It'll get dark really quickly. Yeah, and I knew going in there that I didn't have that much time before it got dark, but I thought I had enough to get out. And when it started getting dark, I started like trying to head back. But then I got really scared that if I went back the way I came, I'd get lost or hurt or something. Fair. So I decided to follow the road out on the opposite side of the parklands to my house. And I had to walk around the park in the pitch black on a dirt road past all of these massive mansions covered in security cameras with huge like dogs barking at me. I didn't realize you lived near mansions. I didn't either until I went to this park. They're on, like, the other side. But, like, it's, it's like, ooh, just huge mansions. And then I finally got to a bus stop and had to catch three separate buses to get home. How far away were you from home? I wasn't far, but because I had to go, like, around the park. And that side of the park is, like, barely, like, like, yeah, it's a residential area, but it's, like, a really rich people's residential area. Um, so I had to get out of there. So you crossed a park, got lost, and had to take three buses home. It sounds like some sort of weird, spooky story you're meant to read as a six-year-old. Yeah, yeah, it it is that kind of thing. And it it started off, it was a really nice day. It was really nice exploring the park. And then um, it turned into absolute terror very quickly. Luckily, I brought a big torch with me. So even though it was pitch black, I could, I could see. But I was also scared to shine the torch because I didn't want people to see me. So... Um, 
Yeah. Did you bring the big torch, like, in hope, not in hope, but in case you got lost? Or was it just, oh, I'm going to go on a run with my big torch? No, I put it in my bag because I was like, I, I was just like, I might need this. We'll always carry a big torch. Yeah, okay, fair. I guess that's like year four orienteering for you done. You know how to get around where you live. I mean, I don't always carry a big torch. Like, I went to work today. I didn't take a massive torch with me to work. Or oh, might get might get lost on the way home from KFC. <laughs> I'll bring the torch. Look, considering how far my KFC is from where I live, it is a possibility. Yeah, good point. You do live, like, a solid two-hour drive away from your work. Yeah, and, uh... Side note on the subject... Sorry, we're just doxing you so much this episode. I mean, not really. Might as well just give away your address. People people could probably work out my approximate location based on where that park is, but I didn't say... I, I very deliberately didn't say the name of the park. People would be able to work it out based on my description if they really wanted to. Uh, let us know, at Zach and Gus on Instagram, if you work out where the park is. French man could come. <laughs> and if you're French man. And if you eat noodles raw... If you're that weird American, not not weird, but if you're that American dude that just listened to us on a smart TV, please also get in contact with us. Yeah, in Texas from the a town that starts with T. Yeah, or around there. I forget what the town was called. We want you all to get into contact with at Zach and Gus on Instagram. Yeah, look, that's uh, that's pretty much all I had to talk about. Angus, something else that has happened in the past week. At the time of recording, we have five ratings on iTunes. Four ratings. Four ratings. That surprises me a lot, That because uh, we didn't ask people to rate it. No, we didn't ask people to rate it, but hey, if, you're lis- if you are listening to this now, and you want to rate us, you have to rate us five stars. Chuck us a five-star rating. Yeah, you can't... If you, if you don't want to give us a five-star rating, then don't bother rating us at all. And in fact, you're not, you're not allowed to. But like this is this is not a joke. Five stars would help the show get noticed by more French men or women. The only reason we do this show is in the hope that more and more French men and women will join. Yeah, that's pretty much it. However, if you don't rate us five stars, then don't rate us at all because you'll just you'll just chuck us down, and that's not what we want. And and don't do it now just because we told you not to. Don't you don't have to be rebellious like that. It's not a funny joke, and we will chase you down. Oh yeah, we will hunt you down if you give us a non-five-star rating. So if you don't want to give us five stars, just don't. Just don't. But thank you very much to those people, those kind people that have given us five stars. It really, truly does mean a lot. Are you able to rate on any other app? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I haven't actually ever tried to rate a podcast before, so I'm, I'm not sure. Okay, so I would assume not then. Alright guys, that about wraps up the show for this week. I just want to um, give a reminder to people, next episode is going to be one that you're going to want to stick around for. It's going to be great. I'm bringing a game to the show. Some time has passed during the recording of this and there is now a definite game and I won't tell you anything about it. There's definitely a confirmed game. I don't even know what it is, but Angus, you're hyping it up quite a lot. I know, I'm... Slightly worried that I'm hyping it up too much, but I think it's going to be, I think it's going to live up to the hype, mainly just because it's going to have an opener and everything. It's just going to be, it's going to be real good. This is, this is going to be, I'm keen for this. I'd also like to thank you, Angus, for coming along, coming around at the very end and providing us with a bit of content to talk about. That was quite kind of you. That's all good. Um, yeah, uh, flipping 
I don't know why I said flipping. Frying chicken and um, packing boxes of chips gives you a lot of time to think about content. I'd love to have the job that you have. Anyway, um, yeah, that wraps it up for this week. So, um... We will definitely see you next week with a game. We might have uh, Gus and Zach Handyman on. Um, But in the meantime, if you are from Tyler, Texas, New South Wales, France or Hobart, we would love to get in contact with you. Can you please hit us up at Zach and Gus on Instagram? Or if you want to contact the show for any other reason, at Zach and Gus on Instagram, or our email is Show at gmail.com. And you're going to hear all of that again in the goodbye little thing that we've got at the end. But for now, see you guys next week. See ya. That's it for the Zach and Gus show this week. Thanks for tuning in. You can catch up with us anytime by following us on Instagram at Zach and Gus or contact us via email, Show at gmail.com. Don't forget to press subscribe if you haven't already and we'll see you next week.